Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I'm like a pharmacy right now, which is terrific. Thank you for everyone who followed up on the treatments yesterday. You're all the greatest audience in the world. But I guarantee you, if you were to distill my urine, there's probably $20,000 worth of pharmaceuticals in there right now. But we're back and we're here. And I always promised you I would never do a show um, <coughs> if I wasn't up to it. And uh, we're up to it. So chemo went okay yesterday. Thanks for everyone. I, you know, it's, it's, I'll be, I'll be a-okay. We're doing all right. But there's too much to talk about. So, uh, so folks, excuse me, I've got a little bit of hiccups today. I have to drink uh, some stuff during the show. So forgive me. I know that's super annoying. We have been the target of the tech tyrants again. Uh, if you're using a company called Outbrain on your website for ads and ad widgets, uh, you've been warned. They came after us this morning with a ridiculous email I'll talk about later, basically saying, yeah, be, you know, we don't have any real evidence uh, that you've done anything wrong, but we're going to cancel your contract meeting. We'll get to that later. They messed with the wrong guy, as always. Um, also, oh, this is going to get really bad. Sorry. Uh, you know, this is, but I'm not, we're doing this show no matter what. So there's um, shenanigans in, I'm all right. I know you, I, I'm okay. Um, shenanigans in Michigan, we have to talk about today too. Wayne County. It is uh, really important. We've got some video on that. Um, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right. Um, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, well, brother, I'm... Uh... I'm doing a little better than you are, I'd say, <laughs> but I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're okay. You look a little better than I thought you would, to tell you the truth. I thought you were going to be a little more beat I up. I feel good. Don't, yeah. don't. I feel good. I want the audience to I'm not kidding. Okay. This is not like, oh, look at me. I feel good. I We will yeah, not right. be doing a show if I can't do a show for you. It's just, I've had the hiccups for 24 hours. Your stomach oh. gets as a mess on this stuff. So oh. it's not fun. It's not a great, but I am fine. So uh, I, I want the audience to understand that. All right, folks, let me get to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Claremont. The Claremont, you know what they have? They have the American Mind. The American Mind, what's that? It's the best web, one, I, I tell you, one of the best, if not the best website out there right now. For Can I just say it? Kind of no BS news about what's going on. I can prove it to you. They just became a sponsor, right? It was no sponsorship before. I told you about one of their articles. Remember the Coming Coup article by Michael Anton? Remember that? That was at the American Mind. Their work is spectacular. It's one of my, I have about, Two or three sp uh, spots I go to that are must-goes every morning for news and show prep for the show. The American Mind is one of them. I use them at Bongino Report. I use them for the for the show. Go check it out today. That uh, uh, They also have a follow-up uh, to the initial piece called Game On for the Coup. The American Mind. Check it out. It's a terrific website. They actually get it. And you know what I mean by they get it. If you're not a reader, you should be. It's a publication of the Claremont Institute, which, which Trump awarded Nas the National Humanities Medal for its work on educating Americans about our founding principles and how they still provide the answers to questions driving today's politics. These guys and ladies over there are smart. I love their website. It is one of my go-tos every single morning. It's a new conservatism. They know about what's going on. They know about the tech tyrants, the left's ongoing war on American freedom and liberty. The American Mind is publishing a series of articles, tracking it from every angle. Just search the word coup and you'll see. It ter it, by the way, it scares the hell out of the left. The New York Times has written hit pieces on some of their stuff because they're so afraid of the truth. They've got a piece up there right now. Who are the real winners? I'll give you a hint. It's the tech oligarchy and it's China. 
There's so much on there. The best way to take it all in is to subscribe to American Minds Weekly newsletter, The Roundup. Don't miss out. You'll receive all of the week's top content, articles, podcast videos delivered directly to your inbox. Go to, do this today. Don't wait. These articles are top-notch. AmericanMind.org. Subscribe to the newsletter today. That's AmericanMind.org. Don't wait. All right, Joe. Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> Who opens up the show, by the way, with a line about distilling their own urine? Distill by twenty thousand yeah, dollars in chemicals in there. Right? You so. have no idea. I got I, I got white cap stuff out the wazoo right now. Literally out the wazoo. I got my I've got everything. I'm serious. I got I got my liquid IV abuse, my relief band going. It's really terrific. Oh yeah, right. But I'm here. Okay. I'm here. And we're doing this. <laughs> you were- what? My wife is up. She worries about me. She's looking. She's staring at me the whole time. She wants. This is how much she cares about me. She's like, "You sure? <laughs> I am sure." Oh man, hiccups are gonna drive me crazy. It's like twenty-four. Yeah, you hours killed now. me with that line, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like. Uh, I, I, it's, it's true. I know. So listen. Uh, Jenna Ellis, one of our friends, a lawyer for President Trump, and uh, well, and she's been covering the election shenanigans since after the election. Paula loves the word shenanigans. That's why I use it, because it's such a, you know, it's a word it's hard to hate. Everybody loves the word shenanigans, right? So now we find more shenanigans in Michigan, ladies and gentlemen, Michigan and Wayne County. Let me have Jenna Ellis, lawyer to the President of the United States, explain last night on, on Fox News exactly what's going down in Wayne County where the number of votes in Wayne County, you know, Detroit, Michigan, that area, didn't match the number of people who signed to vote. That sounds kind of weird, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you miss that? I didn't get a number. Oh, yeah. So let me repeat that for Joe again. Audience on Buzz yeah. and Joe and Paula. The number of votes in Wayne County did not match the number of people who signed to vote. Let's do this. Huh? Hmm. 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 Three hands, Paula. You don't hear Paula, so let's hear Jenna Ellis explain this weird little conundrum we have in Wayne County, uh, Michigan, right now. Check this out. So we're hearing reports as well that that uh, that interim time period of about two hours is really critical because you have these uh, GOP board members who very rightly are saying that they are seeing significant discrepancies. We have reports of 71 percent of the precincts that the ballot count does not match the voter rolls. That's significant. That is not a political question. That's something that no matter if you're Democrat or Republican, you should be concerned about. Then in that interim two hours in the public comments, even a sitting congresswoman, Rashida Talib are accusing these people mm-hmm. of racism. They're getting threats. Then they back off and they say, okay, fine, then we'll allow the Secretary of State, who is a political Democrat operative, to conduct an audit. That's backing off. This is absolutely mob rule at this point, and the president is right that these people need to have courage, and the state of Michigan absolutely should not certify their false results until we get to the bottom of this systematic and pervasive fraud. So this is one of those eh, moments. So Wayne County, Michigan, uh, which voted overwhelmingly for Joe Biden, the majority of precincts in Wayne County, Michigan, they've got a small problem. They've got an absentee ballot problem. And the tragically ridiculous part about the Wayne County, Michigan saga, which we should be all over today. And this show has been dictating the course of the day for the news, I think, because we release early. So I hope other shows later pick this up. I don't say that to be like, hey, look at me. I say, because this is kind of important. That's why we're leading the show with it. 
By the way, I got a cool email from a liberal. Liberal said he's really annoyed and hates me because his boss plays the show really loud in the shop and he can't stand it. So now you're going to learn, Mr. Liberal, about Wayne County, Michigan. In, in Wayne County, the number of voters didn't match the number of people who signed up to vote. That would, in some limited circles, Joey, haven't said this. So what would that be called? That would be called a... Yeah. A clue. C-L-U-E. Or for Joe Biden, C-L-E-W. That would be called a clue that something is wrong. So the tragically ridiculous part about this is this guy, Nate something, went on uh, social media and did this video rant about how of the four Wayne County commissioners who couldn't certify the vote because the vote shouldn't be certified because clearly something about the vote is wrong. Two of them are Republicans, two two of them are Democrats. Two of the Republicans last night said, we're not going to certify this vote. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what's the problem here? Let's walk this through. If two of the commissioners in Wayne County don't certify the Wayne County vote, then Michigan likely cannot be certified either. And therefore, Joe Biden would not get those those uh, those those electoral votes for Michigan unless the Michigan state legislature acts. Everybody clear? So that would create a problem for Michigan if if this was, in fact, voter fraud, if. If everybody keeps saying we're calling everything fraud, we're not calling it fraud. We're calling from an investigation to see if it's fraud. Stop being an idiot. You leftist outlets that keep watching this show and reporting on it, including that dunce at Politico, who I graciously gave my time, who wrote another hit piece saying the same thing. We are not talking about fraud. We're asking to see if it's fraud. If it's not fraud, listen to me. Terrific. And I mean that. If we lost, legitimately, we lost. It's a fair question. I thought it was in a free republic, not to the tech tyrants. So this dunce, this guy Nate something, goes on this video rant, thinks he's he's trying to embarrass the two Republicans, to be clear, who said, we can't certify this vote, we have a problem. So he attacks them personally. And in the same video, he gives you this undeniable fact that only 72% of the votes in Wayne County are actually recountable. Wait, what? So you're suggesting to me that 28% of the votes in Wayne County, you can't recount them for some reason. What, 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 what happened? You lost them. You don't know where they are. They disappeared into the Ren and Stimpy land of the left socks. Where they go? Nobody knows. Remember that episode? That's where they went. Where did they go? They go to the land of the one hit wonders. Let, I know. You and you feel my sunshine. Remember, you never heard from Lennigan. They were on the land. <laughs> it was not that, that song. song. Remember that? They were yeah. in the land of the left sock yeah. with Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. That was a great tune. Everybody loved it, but nobody heard from that group again. Are they in the land of the, if you feel my sunshine, whatever that song was, where'd they go, these votes? Uh, who know? Ren and Stimpy don't know where they go. Nobody knows. So the guy thinks he's owning the Democrat, uh, excuse me, the Republicans. Oh my gosh, look at these crazy Republican county commissioners. While simultaneously admitting that, the number of votes didn't match the number of people signed up to vote in Wayne County, which voted for Biden, by the way, and that 28% of the votes they can't even recount. Ah, gee, that sounds like it could be something suspicious. No, no, I'll get another Politico New York Times hit piece. Dan Bongino making spurious claims of fraud. I did. Please cite in my show where I said that. Please. I'll wait. Hold on. We got a few minutes. Anyway, no, we actually don't have a few minutes. I'm going to waste time on you idiots. You can't say. I just said to you, if it's not fraud, great. The outcome wouldn't be great for me. I'm a Trump supporter. Is that not obvious? But it would be really great to get a free and fair election where if we lost, we lost fair and square. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there, you f- f- dunces. 
who chronically mislead your audience about what is said on this show because you fear us. You better keep fearing us because we're going to keep talking about the truth, something you hate. So the majority of precincts in Wayne County have absentee ballot book problems. That sounds like kind of a big deal. You want an idea of how much of a big deal this could turn out to be? Well, there were about 860,000 votes cast in Wayne County. Again, only 72% are even recountable. Who knows what happened to the 28%. Without Wayne County, Trump won Michigan by 100,000 votes. Now, to be clear, because again, we have lunatics that watch this show who are tyrants and losers and gaslighters and propagandists. That's without Wayne County. That doesn't mean anything because there are Wayne County votes, probably an overwhelming majority, that are totally legitimate and must be counted. So saying without Wayne County, Trump would have won, I'm not suggesting that that should be the course of action. I'm just trying to give you an idea of what the numbers would look like. Trump would have won handily. Trump likely still would have won Michigan. Granted, not by the 100,000 if the whole county was thrown out. But if those votes were recountable and we, it was determined that large swaths of them were in fact illegally cast or fraudulent, President Trump, there's an overwhelming chance he wins, he wins Michigan by a handy margin too. You get the difference? The distinction? We don't want to disenfranchise no. legitimate voters. That's not my goal here at all. And if you throw out all of Wayne County... People in Wayne County who had the right to vote, even against us, that's, a, you know, unlike the leftists, we're not tyrants. You want to vote against us? Go for it. This is a constitutional republic. We're not, we're not leftists here, okay? We actually support the right to vote, not like, unlike the left, which supports the right to vote for the Democrats. <clears throat> so showing you how terrified they are about this 28% of votes that are not recountable. And the fact that, again, I'll say for the fourth time, the number of votes in Wayne County didn't match the number of people who signed up to vote. Sounds kind of like a problem. You know, uh, 50 years ago, the media might have been, how <laughs> we kidding? The media's never been interested in the truth. What a joke, right? Here is a uh, lunatic uh, on his, uh, some kind of video account, a guy by the name of Abraham Ayesh, who proceeds at the, I'm not going to include the end of this video, by the way, because at the end, he proceeds to dox one of the Republican Wayne County officials who refused to certify. Now they folded. So there are four of these Wayne County commissions. Everybody clear? They initially voted two to two. They were split on certification. The two to two split. The votes in Wayne County wouldn't get certified. Republicans were like, good, we need to look into this before you can certify a vote that may have fraud in it. Well, what happened, Joe? What's the left's tried and true tactic every time they need to intimidate someone who could be a little weak into submission. What do you call them? The hat tip, our old good friend, Tom Hart, <laughs> God rest <laughs> his soul. You call him a racist, 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 racist. Certifying votes yeah. is now, of course, racist, which is kind of odd, Joe, because see, because we're smart on this show, unlike the dunces we deal with in the media. I think it's kind of racist to go into a primarily black county like Wayne County in the city of Detroit and cast a lot of fraudulent votes, which makes actual votes of black voters votes worth yeah. less. Wouldn't you say that's kind of racist? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, Joe, quick, as you audience, I know it's yeah. a tough one, but that's, that's, you would? Yeah, yeah, it was quick. Yeah, it was a quick yeah, response. Huh? You're sure about that? You don't want to change? You don't need to, what, what's that show where you get to call oh, a no. friend or something? Uh, you don't, don't need, need to call to. a friend cool. or anything like that? You're sure. Okay, Joe's uh -huh. good. Joe, is, Joe knows right away that disenfranchising 
legitimate votes from black and Hispanic minority citizens in Detroit, when they vote for us or not, is probably pretty racist. But somehow this moron, um, Abraham Ayesh, has turned the argument on its head that daring to look into this is, in fact, racist. And we should go into, I guess, minority cities and commit massive voter fraud, disenfranchising their votes. It sounds sane to this lunatic. Again, at the end, I've been cutting this off at the end at a weird spot because he proceeds to dox. You know what doxing is? He says the neighborhood of the Republican lawmaker who voted against certification states the neighborhood. She has she has kids where she lives. Believe me when I tell you, that's one of those wink and a nod. Hey, nice place you got here. Real shame if it burned down. Right, Joe? Real shame. So we're not going to include that because we're not going to put this information out there like this maniac wanted it. But listen to this lunatic rant, and I want you to pay attention to a couple of things. He apparently intimidated the two county commissioners because they changed their vote, and now they're going to certify it pending a review by the secretary of state, which means nothing, which means, of course, the left, uh, these two lawmakers folded again because they were called racist. So first- he, it's funny he talks about facts in the beginning of this because I just told you the facts. The number of votes did not match the number of people who signed up to vote. Um, that's called a fact, folk. that's folks. That's a data point. This guy doesn't know what facts mean. Second, he says some votes he talks about which should not have been counted. I want you to listen to that. And third, he goes right to the racist card, right? He doesn't yeah. even, it's not a dog whistle, folks. He just goes right to calling the lawmaker rate. No evidence of that at all. But he just goes, look into, listen to this idiot. And making note that, you are okay with certifying all of Wayne County except Detroit. Know that we see what's happening. Know that there is nothing other than Jim Crowing that is going on right now and recognize the facts. The Republican Party's major candidate has sued over 25 times across the country and he failed. Know the facts. You as the board of canvassers do not decide who who is to be elected. The voters do. Know the facts. You are standing here today telling folks that black Detroit should not have their votes counted. And know the facts. You are certainly showing that you are a racist. You may say that you are not. You may claim that you are not. But let's be very clear. Your words today and your actions today made it clear that you are okay with silencing the votes of an 80% African-American city I know that's cut off again in an odd spot. Forgive us, because I'm not going to allow this raging lunatic to put a, a family's life in danger because he's a lying fraud imbecile. So that's interesting. When I bring up those facts, he doesn't seem interested at all in actually looking into the facts. I've now repeated five times. Facts don't matter. See, the left, remember, they play the euphemisms game. That's what they do. Calling a spy, like it's not a spy in uh, Spygate. It was a you know, undocumented, confidential informant. They play the euphemisms game to confuse you. They also play the, the, uh, the let me say, the liberal dictionary word game where they redefine words. You're not interested in the facts. I just told you the facts. It sounds like you're actually not interested in the facts. Arrowhand, Arrowhand. Sounds like you're not actually interested in the facts, right? Paula, facts. facts. Joe, facts, right? I'm not crazy, right? That's a fact. That's, a number. That's an easily verifiable number. Either the number of votes matched the number of people who signed up to vote or they didn't. Uh, the answer is they didn't. That's a fact. F-A-C-T, two T's if you're Joe Biden. He also says, he, it's interesting that he keeps talking about whose votes, I said to you, watch out for, whose votes should not have been counted. Do you understand voter fraud if it was rampant in a primarily black part of Wayne County, Detroit, 
if voter fraud was rampant, the people who showed up to vote had their votes watered down by people whose votes who should not have counted. But notice he turns that argument on its head because he thinks you're too stupid to figure it out because he's stupid. Stupid people don't understand why other people think they're stupid. That's why they're stupid. They have very low social IQs. They, they don't know the unknowns and they have unknown unknowns around them to cite Don Rumsfeld. That's the essence of their stupidity. You're suggesting black votes shouldn't have been counted? No, no. You're suggesting black votes shouldn't have been counted because you don't want to look into facts that indicate there may have been voter fraud in a black part of Wayne County, majority black part of Wayne County. You're suggesting that. But notice how he turns it on his head because he's stupid and he thinks you're stupid. So you're suggesting we shouldn't investigate voter fraud in black counties. But Joe, no. that's the question, right? Shouldn't Should we, we shouldn't do that. We should allow... Okay, Bye. Joe, I got it. Let me just, I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm trying if, you, if, if you're going to make the gavel. So the guy, here comes the gavel. Now I got to scratch my head with the gavel here. You're suggesting we should investigate voter, fra- fra- voter fraud claims in largely white counties. Okay. But when it comes to black, hmm. no, no, let it run rampant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he goes on to his third point, again, flipping on his head, the argument that he doesn't want voter fraud investigated in black counties because we're racist. Hmm. Hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Haven't seen this baby in a while. Penalty, laundry on the field. Had to throw the the yellow flag there. Uh, Isn't that kind of racist? No, I mean like, not figurative, but literally racist. That because there are facts indicating there were fraud in minority counties, we should only investigate the fraud in white counties, not black counties. That sounds kind of racist. Dan, you can't call him racist. No, no, we're just going to let him call everyone else and dox everyone. And by the way, for as much as this guy's a dunce, Abraham Aish, clearly a stupid man. We will never dox him. If I had his personal information, I don't. I wouldn't ever share it, retweet it, or support anyone who did. Because unlike this tyrant, I actually believe in freedom. And Abraham Ayesh is free. He's also free to be stupid. He has taken us up on that. But that's what happens in a republic. Unlike Abraham, who wants this family uh, clearly wants their personal information and where they live out there. Remember who you're dealing with. I'm going to get to Rashida Tlaib. She jumped in too, of course, never letting a controversy like this. Any opportunity to encourage fraud in the black community, which is inherently racist. You'll always see people like Rashida Tlaib, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bernie and all the others say they'll jump right in. Pete Buttigieg, you know, well, free and fair elections. That's not really their thing. Before I get to that, got another sponsor today. Oh, thank you, Paula. Yeah, sorry. We'll get to that in a second. I, I, I know I usually tease them. Well, there it is. Put it up. This show is going to be a little strange today. But here's Rashida Tlaib's tweet. I'll get back to it after the break. It's plain and simple, folks. The Republican members of the Wayne County Board of Canvassers put politics above their duty to our residents. Suggesting that all of Wayne County can be certified except for Detroit is horrifying. <laughs> Here we go, Joe. Racist and a subversion of our democracy. Yeah, I'll get back to that on the other side of this break. But just fascinating how they go to that. You're a racist. And apparently these yeah. two county commissioners were intimidated by that. They're not used to that. That They're not used to the fact that that's what liberals do every time 
every time they're afraid of something like the truth. Folks, you have small business banking. There's only one name you need to know. Aslo, A-Z-L-O. Small business banking can be a real hassle, folks. You know that. A lot of the bureaucratic hassles you got to jump through, you know that. Fees. Well, Aslo offers, listen to this, a free business checking account with invoicing, bill pay, no minimum balance requirements, and no maintenance or overdraft fees. Instead of the days it takes at a traditional bank where you're still required to go in person with Aslo, A-Z-L-O, just go to aslo.com slash Bongino and you can apply in just minutes. There's no waiting to use your account. With Aslo's free instant funding feature, you can deposit up to $1,000 and access it instantly. Now they've launched the all new Aslo Pro Bundle for only $10 a month. Here's the tools they offer you. Unlimited envelopes to organize your money, discounted instant transfers, and the ability to set up recurring invoices. You can't beat that. What a portfolio of options for you for your small business. Because you listen to this podcast, you can also try Aslo Pro free for 14 days at aslo.com slash Bongino. Aslo's banking services are provided by BBVA USA, member FDIC. Money Magazine called Aslo the best business banking option for freelancers and entrepreneurs. And Aslo's co-founder is one of Fortune Magazine's latest 40 under 40. Learn more with the free copy of Aslo's Small Business Starter Guide or get started right now today. Stop dealing with all these small business hassles. Get an Aslo Pro free 14-day trial at Aslo, A-Z-L-O.com slash Bongino. There's, listen, there's no minimum deposit required. Get started for free at Aslo.com slash Bongino. Again, spelled A-Z-L-O.com slash Bongino. Go today. Thanks, Aslo. We appreciate you being a part of the show. So yeah, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and I mean it, this is not unlike the left, an effort to gaslight you. I'm telling you the truth, and I'm just asking you to analyze it with your own clear-headed minds. Isn't it racist to not look into substantiated fact-based claims, claims of voter fraud in largely minority communities while, what, just investigating claims everywhere else where they're largely white or Asian communities? I mean, by nature, that's racist. You're treating people differently because of the color of their skin. I had to look up racist yesterday in the dictionary. We don't need to do it. That certainly sounds like it. But notice how Rashida Tlaib and others flipped the script on you, minority voters in black communities. That, no, no, we'll let fraud run rampant in your communities because it's racist for the GOP to suggest otherwise. Keep in mind, nobody in the GOP of any credibility at all, and certainly nobody I'd attach my name to, is suggesting legal black votes, no matter how many went for Biden. Should be, should be discounted, thrown out. Nobody. Nobody. So we're crystal clear. And if you are, detach yourself from me. If we lost, we lost. But it damn well better be free and it better have been fair. And it's racist to claim otherwise. Now, again, we're talking about facts because Abraham Ayash, who called everybody, uh, disagreed, you know, called the two county commissioners, excuse me, racist and doxed them. He seems to think that, you know, facts matter, but only facts, Joe, only his facts. Reminds me of that line about the Bush v. Gore election. James Baker, who was a genius, where he said the Democrats down in Florida, oh, yeah. remember that recount mess in Florida? They don't want to count all the votes. They uh-huh. only want to count the Gore votes. Remember that? They only want to recounts uh-huh. in Gore's yeah, areas, but nowhere else. Remember that? Well, Abraham I asked clearly, he wants to look into the facts, but only the facts that support his narrative and ignore anything else. So you're probably asking, as you should, because my audience is super smart. Well, Dan, can you produce any evidence that there's been some election fraud or shenanigans in, shenanigans in Detroit before? Well, let's go to the Detroit news, not some bastion of white 
you know, right wing conservatism here. You get what I mean? <laughs> Detroit News. And I, again, not, not run by some big conservative website. Here's Detroit News talking about 2016, you know, when Trump actually won Michigan. I don't think they were aware, didn't have enough time to get everything going in advance because nobody thought Trump would win. You know, the Democrats who love to disenfranchise black voters. The Detroit News by Joel Kurth and Jonathan Osting. This is from, what's that date, Paula? December 13, 2016? Yes, I think I'm reading that right. 12, sorry, thank you. The Detroit News records. Too many votes in 37% of Detroit's precincts. Joe, that's weird. Sounds like the same problem we had in 2020 where the number of votes did not match for the seventh time the number of people who signed up Hmm. to vote. That's weird. Hmm. 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 Very weird. Let's go to the screen cap from that piece. Let's, Let's read what happened in 2016. Because again, Abraham, Ayesh, and Rashida Tlaib don't want you to know any of this. No, no, no. Detroit elections have always been free and fair and nobody's been disenfranchised at all. Okay, let's check and see what Detroit News had to say about 2016. Detailed reports from the office of Wayne County Clerk Kathy Garrett show optical scanners at 248 of the city's 662 precincts, or 37% of them, tabulated more ballots than the numbers of voters tallied by workers in the poll books. Sounds like the same problem in 2016. Crazy time, folks. Crazy pills everywhere. It goes on. Voting irregularities in Detroit have spurred plans for an audit by the Michigan Secretary of State Ruth Johnson's office. Elections Director Chris Thomas said on Monday, the Detroit precincts are among those that couldn't be counted during a statewide presidential recount that began last week and ended Friday following a decision by the Michigan Supreme Court. Gosh, that's really weird. That sounds like the same thing that's happening now. Number of people who voted doesn't match the number of people who showed up and signed up to vote. Probably not hearing that on ABC News where everybody's a conspiracy theorist, right? It's You know what's really hilarious about these idiots in the mainstream media? They've watered down that term so much that it's now become absolutely meaningless. I'm not alleging a conspiracy. Have I said there's a conspiracy? Have I mentioned that one time, Joe? Have I said there's a conspiracy between Joe Biden and, no. all, and all these Detroit figures to suppress black votes and institute a lot of violence. Has anyone mm. said no? So there's no consp- so conspiracy theory is tautologically not an accurate description of my show or any other person talking about this entire troubling situation because we're not alleging a conspiracy and it's not a theory that the vote count doesn't match in a number of Detroit precincts. It's not a theory. It wasn't a theory in 2016 either. You guys are the conspiracy theorists alleging there's a conspiracy amongst right-wingers to misleap. That's a conspiracy theory. You guys are the actual conspiracy theorists and the actual racists for suggesting voter fraud in Detroit, if real, doesn't matter and shouldn't be investigated. So you're actually what you describe, as always, the left is what they describe you as, racists and conspiracy theorists. Fact. I can't get enough of that video of that dunce. I'm not going to put it on here because I don't even want to give this guy any pub. The other guy put on because he docks someone and he deserves to be on This other guy screaming about the Republican commissioners being like such crazy, you know, conspiracy theory nuts while simultaneously highlighting that 28% of the Detroit precincts aren't even recountable. Thank you. you. You did our homework for us. 
All right, I'm on. This is a. Uh, <laughs> I usually label these one and two. I should have done that today. <laughs> not, not even a joke. I'm in a surprisingly good mood considering. Uh, <laughs> I labeled this video Shenanigans, the sequel. This is a great one. Watch this clip in a second. Before I get, you know what, Paul? Can we get to? Let's get to. I'm sorry, I'm throwing Paul away off today, but it's important. It's, we have so much show. We have so much show. I don't want to get crossed up. We have sponsors who pay good money to be here. Uh, let's get to our friends at My Patriot Supply. I really appreciate it. My Patriot Supply has been a great sponsor. They've been with us for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, you know it's getting crazy out there, and you ensure everything in your lives that matters to avoid crazy situations. You don't want to be bankrupt because of a healthcare problem. You don't want to find yourself one day with a tooth getting knocked out. You don't have dental insurance. You ensure things in your life that matters. Why would you not have an insurance policy for your food supply? Now, this isn't a policy. This is actual food, emergency food you can buy and purchase, and you'll be insured. It lasts 25 years in storage. Go today to preparewithdan.com. Save $100 on a full week's supply of nutritious meals that supply 2,000 calories a day to save your life when all the food disappears from the grocery store. Listen, we don't want that to happen, obviously. But if it does, are you prepared? It's getting crazy. It's only going to get worse. You know it. I know it. We're seeing this crazy stuff play out in front of our very eyes. That means get yourself some self-protection, self-reliance. Don't rely on the local grocery store. Don't rely on the water system. Don't rely on the electric grid for power. Those who know the worst is coming are using today to prepare. And that's why I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend my Patriot Supply. I personally use them. I trust them for emergency food preparedness. Again, save $100. This is an impossible deal to pass up, especially right now. Go to preparewithdan.com and get ready now. That's preparewithdan.com. There's no time to lose. Do it now. Get a four-week supply of emergency nutritious uh, emergency food supplies, 2,000 calories a day. Preparewithdan.com. Do it now. All right. Thanks, my Patriot Supply. Getting back to the show. So this is Shenanigans, the sequel. <laughs> this is uh, Adam Laxall, prominent Republican from the state of Nevada. Talking about how in event, Dan, I thought we were talking about Georgia. I wish we were just talking about Georgia. I, I, excuse me, Michigan. I, Georgia's next. Even I'm getting confused. And believe me, it has nothing to do with everything going on. There's just too much going. Fire hose. <laughs> this is Adam Laxall, prominent Republican from Nevada, talking about how shenanigans, the sequel, may be happening in Nevada. Check this out. What we are providing today in this lawsuit is that many of these votes were improperly cast. We are presenting today in our formal contest that there are north of 15,000 people who voted in Nevada and another state. We are presenting that people voted in people that had already done a change of address and left the state Outside of 30, the 30 day requirement, their ballots were still cast. We are also presenting dead voters. Hmm. Dead voters. Huh. How, do you, how do you do that? How does that work? Can someone walk me through that process? Listen, I mean, how, does that, how exactly does that work? How do you get a thumbprint and all of their exhumations? And I worked in a cemetery. Oh, do we get the grave diggers in? You go in, you dig, you know how they pull them out. Is that, is that what happens? How exactly do dead voters vote? I'm pretty know. sure you're not allowed to vote if you're one dead. One corpse, one vote, you know. Yeah. But that's right. Bingo. One person, one vote, one corpse. Joe just said it right. 
one corpse. At least, <laughs> Joe, is it even one corpse? Well, oh, does a corpse well get to put. vote twice? No, I don't know that. You don't know yeah, that, yeah, Joe. Go, That's a conspiracy theory, yep. Joe. You clearly, you're discrediting uh, yourself. You don't know that. You're putting out false information. You don't know one corpse only votes once. They could vote 10 times. I mean, who would stop them? They're dead. What are they going to do? Call in the voter hotline fraud and go, hey, someone voted for me. I'm dead. I'm messing with Joe, of course. Joe. I love Joe. So that's kind of an issue, no, that Nevada, where Trump only lost by a lost, dreaded air quotes, lost by a sliver, because we don't know that yet, because Adam Laxalt is saying, hey, we've got 15,000 people who may have voted twice. I'm pretty sure, Joe, forgetting the corpse vote for a second, just checking again. You're only allowed to vote for president one. Wait, hold on, Joe, just think about this for a minute. Paula, you too. You're only allowed to vote once, right? So you're not allowed to jump from every state to vote mm-hmm. for president 50 times, right? Mm-hmm. Or Barack Obama's case, what do you think there was 40, 48 states or something? Obama say that one time. But in, real, in the real world where Obama doesn't live. So 50 states, you're not allowed to vote for president 50 times. Joe, can you fact check uh, that for me quick? No. Is that a correct statement? No. You can't. Okay, thank you, Joe. Paula, we check. you no. can't do that, right? Okay, good. That's good no, to know. No. Thank you, Joe, for just backing me up. So that's kind of weird that he's alleging. Now, he isn't saying 15,000 people moved. He's saying 15,000 people. He's, he's giving the umbrella number, but he's suggesting some of them may have voted in multiple states. Ladies and gentlemen, in some limited circles, again, we'd call that a clue that something illegal happened in Nevada. Again, the media, maybe we should look into that, making sure we have a free and fair and honest election. No interest at all. We're the conspiracy theorists. He also mentions there could have been dead people. Not to beat a dead horse, pun intended, horses can't vote either, even if they're dead. But that's kind of easy to figure out, right? If the media looked into it, like to get an honest vote count, like, yeah, we had like 300 dead people vote. Oh, okay. Uh, That's kind of difficult, but uh, let's check that out. Are they actually dead? I don't know. We could probably ask them. (laughs) Actually, we can't. They're dead. Kind of easy to figure out. Let me add in one more thing here. Georgia. So Georgia last night, Fayette County, another county, you're like, Dan, another county in Georgia found votes? Yeah, another one. Found 1,577 Trump votes. Wow, that's interesting. Remember we had the other county yesterday that found the missing memory card or memory card that wasn't included or whatever? Another county in Georgia, yeah, found 1,577 new Trump votes. That doesn't mean the vote count. He's still losing by roughly 12,000 in Georgia to Biden. That doesn't mean it went down 1,577 because Biden got roughly 1,000 plus votes too. So it went down by, I don't know, 400, 500. But that's just kind of interesting, huh? How when they're doing the manual recount in Georgia, they're just finding stuff. Yeah, don't worry, not worth, not worth asking about. If you're in the liberal media, you just don't really care about that stuff because you're not real media people. You're clowns. You've always been clowns. I think you know that. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. So yesterday we talked about the Department of Homeland Security and this sub-branch, CISA, this Center Center for Infrastructure Security and Awareness. It's a sub-branch of DHS and how they had this partnership with a bunch of uh, voting software companies and hardware companies like Smartmatic, Dominion, who multiple questions have been out there about Dominion. I'm going to get to that in a second about Dominion, but here's a fascinating tweet on their social media account about Dominion. Our good friends, the Canadians, 
are apparently, wasn't it, remember that movie Canadian Bacon? What's that movie about? Like we went to war with Canada or something. Like that. So you know I'm terrible with the pop culture references. Why I keep doing it and humiliating myself on my own show? Who knows? Just like the land of the left socks, where my intelligence goes talking about pop culture, nobody knows. But here's an interesting tweet from even the Canadians who are like, hey, that Dominion software system we've been talking about for the last few days. This is a real tweet, verified account. I'm not kidding. Elections Canada. Elections Canada does not use Dominion voting systems. We use paper ballots counted by hand in front of scrutineers and have never used voting systems, machine systems, or electronic tabulators to count votes in our 100-year history. This is tragically hilarious that the Canadians are lecturing us. Love the Canadians. Been to Canada, great place. Just saying. They're lecturing us, and and rightly so, and laughing at us right now. Like, wait, you guys don't have paper ballots that people can actually check? Nah, not everywhere. Only in the places it matters, we don't have them. (laughs) So as I said on yesterday's show, Department of Homeland Security, which is still sadly stacked with a bunch of deep staters who can't stand President Trump, probably looking for a sweet little book deal when they get out. Decided to be a good idea in conjunction with that branch of theirs, CISA, I just told you about. The issue a statement saying the most secure election in modern times. It is. Did you just miss that whole first portion of my show? Are you going to look into that? Of course you're not, because you don't really care. So there are a bunch of deep staters there who hate President Trump. So the Washington Examiner put out this little piece yesterday, because Trump fired one of them yesterday. Yes, the guy we talked about who ran CISA. Wow. Right after our show. Getting results out there. Trump fires top U.S. cyber official who refused to back election claims of fraud. Washington Examiner. Story will be in the show notes today, by the way. Bongino.com slash newsletters. How you get all these stories. That Detroit Free Press story is in there, too. The newsletter is the show notes. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Check it out. Subscribe today. Free, of course. So, the guy Krebs, Mr. Krebs, who heads this, Sister Division, that put out that statement. Trump canned them via tweet. I'll show you the tweet in a minute. I just want to show you this piece from that Washington Examiner thing where some people who know this guy Krebs who ran that section of DHS that put out this ridiculous statement, how secure this was elect- this election was, despite all of the evidence just in today's show. You can go back to last week and Monday and Tuesday's show as well, and you can see more evidence, you know, facts like the guy from uh, Michigan, Abraham Ayesh, seems to avoid. Here's what insiders say about this guy Krebs and why his division may have put that out. Quote, Krebs is deeply aligned with a band of former DHS officials who've been outed as never Trumpers, including General Kelly, Kirsten Nielsen, Elizabeth Newman, Miles Taylor, Brian Ware, and other attention seekers who waged the silent coup during the better half of the president's first term. The first official said he added that or she, you don't know, quote, the time it's taken to rid the department of such individuals shows the extent to which the president was poorly served by those who entrusted these people with such influential positions. Amen. Folks, listen, you know I support the president and the large majority of his agenda. Not all, but a large majority of it. I think he's been the most conservative president we've had since Ronald Reagan. But it's clear, and it's time to acknowledge this if we do win this second term, because this isn't over. Oh, you're not conceding? No, no, not today. Yeah, not tomorrow. Next week looks really terrible. Can't say that. Probably the week after that, too. If we do win this second term, I can't emphasize to you enough that I think a, and I don't think the president would disagree with this at all, so I'm not speaking at a, at a turn or behind anyone's back or anything I haven't told them myself. I think one of their biggest mistakes in the first term 
was entrusting these positions of power and taking the recommendation of people who had no interest in advancing the president's conservative agenda, but advancing their own. And Krebs, it appears, was one of them. So the president did, did it the right way, the way I like to see these people go so everybody gets to see them exposed. He did it on Twitter, yeah, which is good. I, what do you mean it's good? No, no, just wait a minute. Let's let everybody know what we're dealing with here. <clears throat> so there's his tweet there. The recent statement by Chris Krebs on the security of the 2020 election was highly inaccurate. He goes into other things. He says, uh, talks about the vote counts. He says, therefore, effective immediately, Chris Krebs has been terminated as director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Good for you. Door caboose. Don't let that hit you. See you, buddy. By the way, that statement by Chris Krebs, which was highly inaccurate, he has no idea how secure this election was. None. Hold on a second here. All right. This thing works pretty awesome. (laughs) He has no idea. This statement is kind of acting like the ICA acted as cover for the dossier. You get what I'm saying? Remember the ICA, the 17 agencies said the Russians tried to, you know, uh, uh, tried to interact with, uh, with, uh, with President Trump and the, and the 17 agencies put that out that they wanted President Trump to win. You all remember that? That provided official cover for the dossier to give it an imprimatur of seriousness. Make no mistake, this ridiculous statement by this guy Krebs, it's the most secure election in modern history. It's not based on any fact at all. It's only there to provide semi-official cover. So what? What can happen, Joe? So liberals can go, mm-hmm. go run out on television as talking heads and elsewhere and hosts in the liberal media and mainstream media and say what? No, no, no. DHS said all that stuff you just said, Dan, about vote counts is fake. DHS knows. They do. Have they investigated? No, they haven't. But they know. Yeah. But they know. So we're, shh. Everybody, shh. Now nah, we won't, shh. We're good. We're okay. We don't, shut up here. I just know to quintuple down. Especially when companies like Outbrain try to silence us. Big mistake, fellas and ladies. Huge. Remember Pretty Woman? Huge. Huge. You watch Pretty Woman? Hell yeah, that was a great movie. Watch all those movies. Bring It On. Remember Bring It On? Classic. Legally Blonde? Hilarious. Man, Dan, you better stop. I still like Over the Top and movies for guys who like movies, to quote to a TBS at the time. But that was pretty funny. Huge mistake. Huge. All right, we would be remiss if we didn't get to the tech tyrant speaking of Outbrain and other companies that apparently just don't like conservatives. It's all right. Apparently don't like making money either. Uh, I'm going to get to this tech tyrant thing up on the Hill yesterday. I did not forget. Let me get to my final sponsor first because it's important. Also, by the way, check out Folds of Honor around this holiday season. I have a special announcement in conjunction with Patriot Mobile, a charitable donation we're going to be making to them. Really great uh, charity, one of the best. So I'm wearing their shirt today. They're really a uh, really cool place. They're run by Dan Rooney. Dan Rooney has a book out too. Check it out. BCM, ladies and gentlemen, was started by uh, in a garage by a Marine veteran more than two decades ago. What is BCM? It's Bravo Company Manufacturing. They build a professional-grade firearm built to combat standards. That's because BCM believes the same level of protection should be provided to every American. They don't care if you're a private citizen, a law enforcement officer, a soldier overseas. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you what they're not. Gosh, you're not supposed to tell people what you're not. No, in this case, it matters. Bravo Company Manufacturing is not a sporting arms company. If you want a sporting arms or a firearm meant for hunting, that's great. Those are really terrific companies to do that. That's not what they do. They design really well-made and they engineer and manufacture life-saving equipment. 
BCM assumes that when a firearm leaves their shop, it will be used in a life or death situation by a responsible citizen, a law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. So quality is all that matters to them. Every component of a BCM rifle is hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin to a life-saving standard. They feel it's their moral responsibility to put people before their products and that their products never fail the end user when it's not a paper target. But God forbid someone does, uh, come in to do you harm. BCM's reliable, life-saving tools are the only products I'll use. I have two of them. Discover more about the excellent firearms. And they have, they have all kinds of great videos on their YouTube, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. You can also check them out at their website, which I highly recommend. They have products, they have special offers and upcoming news. How do you get there? You go to bravocompanymfg.com. You need more convincing? bravocompanymfg.com. Again, check them out on YouTube, youtube.com slash bravocompanyusa. All right. Now, back to my favorite portion of today's show. I had to put it at the end because obviously it was a time crunch for the vote because the presidential electors um, we're going to have to make a call by the safe harbor on December 8th and ultimately by December 14th, the state. So pretty important we get this information out there about Wayne County, despite what others tell you who want to hide the facts because they're not doing actual journalism. But the tech tyrants were up on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday. Actually, it was remote hearing up on Capitol Hill. And we had Mark Zuckerberg from Fake Book and uh, Jack Dorsey, one of the Twitter uh, tech tyrants over there. And uh, it reminded me of uh, Al Pacino. Years ago, I would have taken a blowtorch. This, but Paula loved Al Pacino. Remember that? Oh, that was a great movie. What was that? Scent of a one? I may be nailing some of these things, which is a shocker. That I, You know me. I always get the movie wrong. But Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and Mike Lee took a blowtorch to these guys as they acted like total buffoons up there. Their statements were ridiculous. And Senator Cruz burned, uh, burned these statements right to the ground. So here's video of Senator Ted Cruz yesterday asking... Mr. Jack Dorsey from Twitter, that if they're going to label tweets about concerns about voter fraud, perfectly legitimate concerns on their platform, by the way, voter fraud is very real and it exists. The degree of it, you can fairly dispute. That it exists, you'd be a moron to suggest it doesn't. I'm, I'm not kidding. A moron or a liar. So Senator Cruz asked Jack Dorsey the obvious question. Well, if you're on your platform labeling tweets about suspected voter fraud, putting little disclaimers on them, that must mean, right, Joe, you're yeah. Twitter, you're an expert yeah, in voter probably. fraud. Yeah. Would it, would it yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Sounds clear, right? If you go and, yeah, I mean, if you were to come into a debate back and forth and, and you were debating oh, voter yeah. fraud and Jack Dorsey raised his hands and censored everything the Republicans said in the middle of the debate before the Democrats spoke... You would assume oh, yeah. Jack Dorsey knew more than the debaters, right? So Ted Cruz gets Jack Dorsey on the record and Jack Dorsey says, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I know everything about voter fraud. I've studied this issue. At like, actually, he doesn't say any of that. He says he basically doesn't know jack squat about voter fraud, but he's decided to inject himself in the debate anyway. Check this Mr. out. Mr. Dorsey, does voter fraud exist? I, I don't know for certain. Are you an expert in voter fraud? No, I'm not. Well, why then is Twitter right now putting purported warnings on virtually any statement about voter fraud? We're, we're simply linking to a broader conversation so that people have more information. No, no, you're not. You put up a page that says, quote, voter fraud of any kind is exceedingly rare in the United States. That's not linking to a broader conversation. That's taking a disputed policy position 
and you're a publisher when you're doing that. You're entitled to take a policy position, but you don't get to pretend you're not a publisher and get a special benefit under Section 230 as a result. That link is pointing to a broader conversation with tweets um, from publishers and, and people all around the country. Mr. Dorsey, would the following statement violate Twitter's policies? Quote, absentee ballots remain the largest source of potential voter fraud. Uh, I imagine that we would label it so that people can have more context. And okay. How about this quote? Quote, third party organizations, candidates and political activists. Uh, voter fraud is particularly possible where, quote, third party organizations, candidates and political party activists are involved in, quote, handling absentee ballots. Would you flag that as potentially misleading? I don't, I don't, you don't know the specifics of how we might enforce that, but I imagine um, a lot of these would, would uh, have a label pointing people to a bigger conversation. Well, you're conversation. right. You would label them because you've taken the political position right now that voter fraud doesn't exist. I would note both of those quotes come from the Carter Baker Commission on Federal Election Re Reform. That is Democratic President Jimmy Carter and former Secretary of State James Baker. And Twitter's position is essentially voter fraud does not exist. <laughs> Forgive me. I always get the pop culture. I did not even look. I just remember. He'd take a flamethrower to this plate. That's the line, right? Not blowtorch. You take a flamethrower. There's Ted Cruz totally blowtorching Jack Dorsey's stupidity. So just to be clear, Jack Dorsey's decided through Twitter to label posts on voter fraud, which we know exists. Again, the degree of it can be disputed. Jack Dorsey admits he's not an expert on voter fraud. Matter of fact, doesn't claim to know anything about voter fraud at all. Did I miss that? Paul, did I miss that? Did he did he go into it length his studies on voter fraud? Mm -hmm. Joe, did, nah, you, did you cut that no. out? You messing with the show uh -uh. again? No, you didn't. Okay, Joe, it's an, it's an affirmative no from Joe. So he did not no. cut out the part where Jack Dorsey says he knows anything about voter fraud at all. So he doesn't. But he's labeling voter fraud posts, labeling on Twitter. Disclaimers, be very careful, ladies and gentlemen. This could be a fake. Uh, this could be misleading. How do you know that, Jack? I don't know. I don't know anything about voter fraud. That If this is puzzling you, it's kind of puzzling me too. You don't know anything about voter fraud, but you're commenting on voter fraud. But you're not a publisher. You're a platform. Oh, okay. Eh. <laughs> it's a double scratcherooski there. That's a sound effect amplified scratcherooski of the Bongino <laughs> hair while it's still here. <laughs> while it's still here. May not be soon. By the way, all your hair falls out. So the trademark facial hair. Trademark. Claire, like I'm the only one in the world with it. The Dan Bongino trademark may, may go down the tubes too. We'll see. I'm, I'm feel good. I'm messing with it. I'm seriously in a good place. He asks Jack Dorsey if he's a publisher. Jack, of course, says, no, nah, we're not a publisher, but you're publishing editorial opinions on voter fraud. Nah, that make us a publisher. How? How exactly? Huh? No, no. But, you know, Cruz, who's just incredible at this, because he's actually smart, unlike. Dorsey. He says, would you label the following statements if they were put out on your platform on Twitter? He proceeds to read statements. Where were those statements from about the existence of voter fraud? The Jimmy Carter, James Baker voter fraud commission. Jimmy Carter, you know, Joe, remember him? The conservative oh. Republican oh, president yeah. before oh, Reagan. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah. You remember? <laughs> yeah, Joe wrote yes, Joe remembers him Not well. that way. Of course, Joe doesn't remember him because there was no Jimmy Carter. It was a Republican. Yeah, Joe, Joe, he remembers. He says, remember the way I described Jimmy Carter was to the, yeah. to the left of Lenin. 
uh, when he got into office in 1980 and got routed by Ronald Reagan. Jimmy Carter was a Democrat. There was a voter fraud commission with Republican James Baker, Secretary of State, a prominent voter fraud commission, where the quotes that were labeled on Twitter, which Ted Cruz read, were from their commission. But Joe, Jack Dorsey knows more than Jimmy Carter and Baker who studied. Clearly so smart. I mean, he's got the facial hair thing going. Now, you know why we started Parlor? Make it sense now? You want to put up with this? Here's Josh Hawley, who's really terrific on this issue, too. I'm starting to like this guy a lot. Here's Josh Hawley talking to my, uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Fakebook, um, asking Fakebook, hey, um, are you guys tracking people? Because that would be kind of not cool, right? Sounds on uncool, right, Joe? There's cool things yep. and there's uncool things. Remember Snoopy, Joe Cool? Kind of cool, Snoop. Then there's uncool like signing up to Facebook and then you find out, oh, but it was in the terms of service in line 672,000 that they may be tracking you. So Josh Hawley calls out Mark Zuckerberg from Fakebook. And of course, Zuckerberg's always got an excuse. Zuckerberg's like, ah, Sergeant Schultz style. I don't know nothing about nothing about nothing. Check this doozy out. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, tell me about Sentra. What is the Facebook internal tool called Sentra? Uh, Senator, I'm not aware of any tool with that name. Mm. Well, let me see if this refreshes your memory. There's a demonstrative now over my shoulder. Centra is a tool that Facebook uses to track its users, not just on Facebook, but across the entire internet. Centra tracks different profiles that a user visits, their message recipients, their linked accounts, the pages they visit around the web that have Facebook buttons. Centra also uses behavioral data to monitor users' accounts, even if those accounts are registered under a different name. And you can see a shot here, a screenshot, provided to us of the Centra platform. We blocked out the user's name in the interest of privacy, although you can see this individual's birth date and age when they first started using Facebook, their last login, as well as all manner of trackings. How many different devices have they used to access Facebook? How many different accounts are associated with their name? What accounts have they visited? What photos have they tagged? And on and on and on. Mm. What? That sounds kind of interesting, doesn't it? Centra? Apparently they have an insider feeding information to Holly. Oh, that's good. That's that's good. Giving them information about these little databases they seem to be putting together on you. Well, you agree to it? You agree to it. You've read your terms of service. You're cool with it? Fine with me. I'm on Facebook. Sounds kind of weird that they would do that, right? Tracking all these people. Now, again, to be fair, in terms of service, there's always going to be some data exchange on any platform. It's how a website functions. Literally, how a website can't function with no data transit. The whole purpose of a website is to transmit data. That's not the question. I've had this debate on Parler and social media platforms with others about Parler. Do you guys collect any data? Ladies and gentlemen, a website can't function if it doesn't have some data from where you're coming. That's the whole purpose of a website. The question isn't, do we collect data? The question is, do we mine it and do you sell it? And what are you doing with it? We don't do that. Some insiders clearly telling Josh Hawley, oh, Facebook's doing a whole lot of that. If you're okay with it, you're okay with it. Not suggesting it's illegal. But there was an interesting follow-up to that 
where Josh Hawley apparently has some other information about another communications conduit channel, whatever you'd like to call it, between Facebook, Google, and Twitter, where they can communicate. I wonder what they're communicating about, Joe. Troublesome people. Hmm. What, are they, what are they communicating about? What's for lunch? Hmm. Here's Josh Hawley on potential, dare I say, collusion. Oh, my gosh, collusion between the tech tyrants where they can communicate about, you know, stuff, Joe. Check this out. What we have here is clear evidence of coordination between Twitter, Google, and Facebook. Mr. Zuckerberg knows he has the tools to track this, but he, won't, he either doesn't remember or won't commit to letting us see it. We have evidence of Facebook tracking its own users all across the web. Mr. Zuckerberg won't answer questions about it, can't remember the name, isn't sure if the tool is deployed in this way, and won't commit to giving us basic information. I submit to you that this is both totally unacceptable and totally predictable, because it is exactly what these tech companies have done to the American people and to Congress for years now, which is why it is time we took action against these modern day robber baron you know folks i played that because i want you to know and i'm being very sincere again i know we use humor a lot and it, it's part of my show it always will be because we don't we need to laugh a little but even in serious times there are times to put the humor aside and be dead serious as serious as a heart attack you know i've run for office wasn't successful but i ran put my name in the ring i was an activist for a long time I'd like to be more of an activist now. I just can't get out for reasons beyond the scope of this conversation. I will be again and be out there again soon. You've seen me out there. I've traveled all across the country. I met a lot of people. And listen, I can hit a lot of Republicans hard who I think are weak need and people who made bad decisions. But there are still good people left. You don't have to agree with everything, but they understand the fight and they're in it. Hawley, Cruz, and Mike Lee, I'm going to play video from next, are in that fight. They understand precisely what's going on right now. And they may always made the right. No, nobody does. I, you know, some calls I make on the show, you may not agree with, but people understand the fight. And that's why I always tell you, while Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, the cause of it is definitely Democrats, liberals, and the tech tyrants. I'm not asking you if Republicans good, Democrats bad. That's not how any decision in life works. Every decision in life is made on the margin. You don't say heat or no heat in winter. You say how much. How much of this are you willing to tolerate from Democrats and liberals? The answer is probably none. Therefore, your only choice is Republicans. I'm sorry to tell you that. Because some of them are really terrible. But I can tell you the worst Republican, the worst Republican in the country is probably better than the best Democrat at this point. Because remember the golden rule. A ton of Republicans are really Democrats, but no Democrats are really Republicans. No Democrats are really Republicans. Therefore, you have no other choice. I'm sorry to tell you that. But we live in the real world. There's an election coming up in Georgia. Choose wisely. You think you're safe? You think your website's safe? Your email list? What did I tell you yesterday? MailChimp, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Outbrain coming after us, ad networks. This is not going to... Joe Biden hasn't even won anything yet. He hasn't even won this election yet. And the tech tyrants are all getting together and doing exactly what they need to do to shut us all down from the public space. The only people fighting back, the only, not all of them, but the only people fighting back are Republicans. Here's Mike Lee. Mike Lee yesterday talking about Facebook again, tagging posts about voter fraud that Jack Dorsey's already admitted he has no expertise on. Check this out. I recently posted something about the election on Facebook. And uh, 
um, my Facebook post was almost immediately tagged with the following, quote, election officials say that voter fraud, which is historically rare, has not affected the outcome of, in this election. They have confirmed that mail-in voting was conducted in accordance with state voting rules, close quote. Now, I find this a little disturbing. The towns, the tag, to me, sounds a whole lot more like state-run media announcing the party line rather than a, a, a neutral company, as it purports to be, running an open online forum. Interesting, that was on Politico's social feed. Politico is writing articles now trying to imply that our social media should somehow be sanctioned through their, their author's piece, which is a total hit piece. I'm not even going to bother to show it. I mean, really, I give these people time. I don't even know. Why do I do this to myself? My wife always says that. Why do you do this to yourself? These people aren't serious people. But that's fascinating that Twitter's tagging post. You know, third world republic style, Cuba style. The st- <laughs> Big Brother disagrees. Fascinating, because when the New York Times reports on evidence of massive problems with mail-in voting, double the rate of rejection for mail-in votes. I remember this piece I keep highlighting that this wasn't tagged back in 2012. Crazy, Joe. Error and fraud arises as absentee voting rises. New York Times piece, Adam Liptak. Why wasn't this tagged? Talking about the massive problems with mail-in voting before we had a massive mailing voting election like 2020. This is the New York Times, not Dan Bongino. Yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those cast at a voting booth. Statistics show election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail, double the rate for in-person voting. Weird how that wasn't labeled. Has that been pulled down off the New York Times? Arrowhand. Has that been pulled down from the New York Times? Did I miss that? Because that sounds to me like a post that should have been tagged Big Brother style. Talking about problems with mail-in voting. You know, like we did in unprecedented fashion in this election. Folks, this isn't going to stop. Now, as I showed you this morning, we got this cute little email from Outbrain joining the whole tech tyrant posse. Again, Biden hasn't even won the election yet. They're just figuring, let's get out ahead of it. So we got this email sent to the lovely Paula today, which is just a beauty. Outbrain, I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even know who these, the, this company was before today, this morning. But apparently they run a little ad widget on Bongino Report. Uh, well, Bongino.com? Is it Bongino.com? Yeah, sorry. Thank you. I always have my fact checker in there. So they run a little ad widget on Bongino.com. So Outbrain, their compliance and anti-fraud team. There says advertising is our top priority. We proactively monitor our network to ensure this. It's come to our attention. Some of the content on one or more of the domains associated with your account are in violation of our terms of service. Yeah, it was interesting. We looked up their terms of service and we can't exactly figure out what we violated. Paul is like, my gosh, was there something weird? I thought we ran a couple of checks. You know, we were very, you know, fraud on a website. God forbid. Happened to us. We ran a couple of checks. No, clean. Clean bill of health. Clean bill of health again. Had someone else look into it. Pretty clean bill of health. So we're wondering what the problem was. I know what the problem is. Somebody complained to Outbrain that Dan Bongino is talking, dare talking about potential problems in the election. Outbraid, of course, the suckers that they are, probably a bunch of Malamar eating, uh, you know, basement dwellers in their mommy's basement, roasting s'mores and tweeting about Antifa, how much they love Antifa, despite not even having the uh, cojones to go out and join Antifa themselves, because they may, in fact, have to do something rather than just talk about it. That's the Outbrain crew. So Outbrain decided that they were going to send us this email and say, we're canceling you. Bye now. Okay. 
I'm asking you as friends. If you're using Outbrain on your websites, and some of you would know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just asking you to seriously look into that decision. Will you be next? Maybe you should get out ahead of it and decide now. This is happening. By the way, we figure out what we're going to do for that little ad widget, which is not a big deal. It really isn't. In the grand scheme of things, it's just more evidence. You know, we'll talk about that too. Remember, Twitter messed with us once about five years ago when they decided it'd be a good idea to start canceling our ads without reason. Remember that? What did I do after that? Yeah, we got involved in Parler, which is now beating Twitter and app downloads in the app store. Yeah, YouTube thought it'd be a good idea to demonetize my videos too. Yeah, then I got involved in Rumble. This is not self-praise. Please don't mistake it for the wrong thing. Do not piss me off. It'd be the worst decision you ever made. And unlike Antifa and BLM, we actually do the right legal way to fight back. Because we believe in freedom and capitalism and choice, and we don't discriminate based on political ideology. So Outbrain, you're messing with the wrong guy. I'll talk about this probably every day for a week just to make sure Outbrain knows we're listening. Thanks, folks. You all are great. Thanks for hanging in there with me today. Sorry about the whole thing. stomach thing. It's just rough. But I promise you, I'm in good shape. I will be doing shows. We're not going anywhere. It's too important a time. No days off, ever. We're not doing it, except for holidays. Poor Joe. Joe's like, what do you mean no days? Thanksgiving, we'll put a little Bongino brief out there for you. Folks, please, please, please reconsider Outbrain. You make your own calls with that if you're using it. Secondly, fight back against YouTube. Subscribe on Rumble. Watch my shows on Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please. Also, please start a parlor account today. They're alternative to Facebook and Twitter. We can do all that stuff for you. P-A-R-L-E-R. Download the app today. Fight back. Don't take it. Biden hasn't even won the election. This is only going to get worse. See you all soon. You just heard Dan Bongino.